good afternoon good afternoon to my Vaughn listeners it is a beautiful Friday afternoon despite that the weather is not looking good but we are still excited and happy that once again this is the day that the Lord has made we will truly rejoice and be glad in it because our God is faithful and this is the day that he has created for us so we just want to give him the praise we want to give him the glory and we just want to say thank you Abba for granting us this opportunity to see another glorious wonderful day Uh, as we are wrapping up the week we started this week by looking at what had happened the previous week when we said we are letting go of all our disappointments we are refusing to allow the disappointments of last week or the disappointments of yesterday to hold us back we are refusing to allow the disappointment of uh, yesterday to dictate to us you know how um as I'm saying this, I'm even thinking about certain conditions that will even dictate to us uh, just because you have this condition. So they limit us in terms of what we can do, what you can't do. Sometimes there comes a time when you have to just rise above the situation, rise above this condition, rise above this illness. You know, I'm even reminded of a song by... Um, what is this gentleman's name? Kirk Franklin, when he, see, when he sings Imagine. I'm seeing the picture of that lady because she had allowed the cancer that was slowly killing her to dictate to her. Her family would be having family gatherings. They would be having pride outside. She wouldn't even get out of bed because this cancer had gotten her to be so, so depressed you know, so depressed, so despondent, she could not see beyond this cancer. She could not see that she still had a family. She still had people that loved her. She still had people that wanted to interact with her. That not everybody sees the cancer that is in her. Some people, they see you. You know, I know that you have such and such a condition, but I don't see the condition when I see you. I see you. I see the person that God created. I see the person that God has said, you are wonderfully and fearfully made. So this woman got to a point where she forgot all of that and she would stay in her bed. She would stay in her bed until one day she, she, you know, she took off the covers and she said, no more will I allow you cancer to dictate to me. No more will I allow you cancer to tell me what to do. It's a, this sickness came to rob her of a family time, spending quality time with her family. And she got out of bed. So even this week, when we look at the disappointments that uh, we have been faced with, they've gotten us in such a way that we don't even see beyond them. We don't see beyond them. All we see are the disappointments. All we see are the disappointments, the hurt, you know, because you are thinking, as we have said, we are letting go of the past. So now the past is gotten hold of you. The disappointments of the past, they don't even want you to, to see what is right in front of you. This woman could not even see her very own family in front of her. 
because all she could do was just stay in bed and be morosed the whole time, you know. But until one day she opened her eyes and she saw that I have people who love me. I have people who cherish me. So I'm going to get out of this situation. So even us, let us be like that. And tell ourselves that we are getting out of this situation. We are letting go of the disappointments of last week, of last year, even the disappointment of yesterday, even the disappointments of today. This morning, you tell the devil the day is not over yet. The day is not over yet. I am going to rise above this situation. I'm going to rise above this disappointment that you have just dealt me. I just saw something and I was so dis dis disappointed. And I was like, you know, even asking God. But then I said, I'm rising above this situation. I am not going to allow this situation to be a situation that's going to keep me down. I choose. As I am speaking, the situation has not changed physically. But spiritually and supernaturally, I know that it has changed. My Jew is coming my way. What is owed to me is coming my way. What I've been cheated out of is coming my way. I don't care what it might look like right now, but I am telling the devil, I'm not going to dwell in that disappointed state. I'm not going to have a face that is so, you know, that is so pulled down, cast down, that I don't even see what tomorrow has in store for me. No, I refused. So this is what I had to tell myself. Not uh, almost like two hours or an hour ago, I had to say, no man, Lady G, rise up above this. So even with you, with you my Vaughn listeners I just wanted to tell you that to say rise up above the situation that you are faced with so as we are still continuing uh, this um, at, the, at this time we are still continuing talking about the disappointments that we have been faced with as always as I say it's always a pleasure for me to come and just give you guys a word of encouragement um, just to encourage you because I know so many of us are feeling down. We are feeling so despondent. We don't want to continue. So this is what we are talking about when we talk about in this segment, when we say it's gifts with Lady G, journeying with Lady G, because sometimes we see people's journey at the end, you know, when they finishing their journey, we do not know what transpired. We don't know how many times, you know, they had to, to fall down and get up and all of that. We don't get to see that until you really examine and you look closely at the person and you realize that it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. You show me a businessman who started a business in one day and everything went well. They will tell you the loss that they have sustained and you will be shocked and you will be surprised. They did not disappoint them. They continued. They continued. They continued. You understand? So even us, I'm thinking of, you know, in the word of God, there is this young man by the name of Jacob. Jacob worked for Laban. Laban was just, there was a trickster just like him. So he, every time Laban was supposed to pay him, whatever they had agreed upon, Laban will change it. I don't know how many of you have been in that situation. This is why you are so disappointed because the person who sort of like holds, I don't want to say your future, but you know, uh, it's like somebody, who, your boss, you know that he knows that you need this money. 
So you get people like that who know that you need this so they can cheat you out of it. They they come and they fetch you any hours of the morning. Let's go and work such and such a place. When it's Friday, it's time for you to get paid. Then they've got stories that they are saying. I don't know how many of you have faced such people. It was there even in the Bible. Jacob faced Laban. In that situation, he started by tricking him in terms of making him to work for a wife, which he was happy because he knew the price. He saw the price, what he was getting. But when it was time for him to get that price, boom, this man was tricked. The, uh, Laban says to him, no, not in our culture. It doesn't happen like that. Where have you ever heard of a young one getting, before, getting married before the older one? Duh, why couldn't you have told me this before I labored for seven years? You understand? Why are you telling me now when it's time for you to give me my reward? They come to you with these good and glorious promises. We as females, we always say these men who come to propose us, they promise us the aeroplane without the runway. You buy me an aeroplane, where am I going to land it? You know, so you get people in your life who are like that. They come with all of these promises you know sugar coated covered and you are like wow this time i am sure i'm partnering with lady g i know this thing is going to work when it's time for lady g to pay you your dues she's got stories i don't know how many people how many of you have encountered such situations and those situations you see and you think it's like it's happening to me over and over again then you suddenly want to give up that is what the devil wants he wants you to give up he does not want you to have the courage and the strength to start afresh i am telling you don't be discouraged don't be despondent i don't care how many people you see succeeding and prospering in front of you your time is coming your turn is coming i'm here to tell you on this friday afternoon that the god that i serve has not forgotten about you he knows you he knows you sitting in that corner crying and you are probably thinking you don't know my situation i've been forgotten even my own family has forgotten me look at david david was forgotten by his dad he was forgotten by his dad the prophet samuel says to jesse i'm coming to your house gather your family i want everybody all your sons but David was not invited. They forgot him. And nobody even thought of mentioning him. Even his very own brothers. Nobody thought of mentioning him. Until the prophet had to ask. Maybe that's how you are feeling. Opportunities are, 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 they, they are being presented to everybody else. But nobody thinks of me. You know. I've also felt like that. Where I felt opportunities are passing me by. Promotions are passing you by. You know everything that is good is just passing by and waving goodbye to you. It goes to somebody else's house. It's like you see it. It's, it goes and it knocks in somebody else's house. It doesn't come to you. It just waves goodbye. I don't know how many of you have faced such situations. But I am telling you. I am here to say to you my Vaughn listeners. Don't be discouraged courage don't throw in the towel god has not forgotten about you samuel asked and said no there has to be another one he asked and they said yes there is 
Yes, there is. I am here to say to you, as we are wrapping up this week, as we have let go of the disappointments of our past, God is remembering you. You are being remembered because, yes, there is one more son. He is out in the field. He is out in the field. I'm sure, you know, they, they imagine this. They had slaughtered a lamb. They were about to feast and eat. And you are out there in the field laboring. You are out there in the field. I feel the, the cold air, you know, the harshness of that air, the wind going over your face. You know, it's terrible. You're trying to cover your face. You, you are in the wind. You can't even walk properly. This is maybe how David felt at that time. While they were cozy inside the house, the fire, you know, the fireplace. They're having a beautiful feast. The lamb, they are eating the lamb that David is the one who takes care of. Maybe you are even feeling they are eating your ideas. Look at that shop. It's standing today. It's because of my ideas. I don't know how many TV shows are out there and you are looking at them and you are thinking, that was my idea. That was my idea, but they don't even make mention of my name. I can name people that have been in that situation, but they never gave up. They never gave up. They wrote songs and they had these songs being sang by somebody else. And they were like, duh, we wrote that song and we gave it to you, but you are producing it as if it's your own song. But they never gave up. They went ahead and they recorded more and many, many more albums. So even you, don't you dare give up my, my Vaughn listeners. I'm sorry to use that word, but I want you to get up of that chair that the devil has got you bound and say, no, I will not give up devil. I refuse for you to, 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 to lock me in this situation, to keep me tied to this situation. You have tied me long enough. I'm not the first person to be disappointed and I am sure not the last. But one thing I know is that today it is the last time you are disappointing me. It is the last time. That is how David felt when he was called and they brought him in. He probably looked around the house and said, huh? There is a feast in this house. Have you ever been in that situation where there's a family gathering and you hear about it afterwards? We had such a lack of joy date at your, at your brother's house, at your sister's house. And then where were you? You thinking none of them have even thought of inviting me. I didn't even know. David felt like that. David felt like that. I'm sure when they finally went and called him, when he stepped into that house, everybody is here with the exception of me. Sometimes when our families reject us, they ignore us, they push us aside, they push us into corners. We, we at that time, we want to, we just want to die. But maybe it's because God's favor is upon us. Do you think David saw it as favor at that time when he walked into that house and he saw that they were having a feast and everybody was looking at him funny and strangely because they were already seated at their rightful places. They were, I'm sure they even had a plate that they were eating out of. But yet me, David, I am outside in the cold taking care of this lamb that you have slaughtered how many of us have felt like that with our family members 
We've, take, we've taken care of so many things. But when it's time for them to rejoice, they forget about us. They forget about us. Even in your workplace, maybe the marketing idea that, 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 that they are rejoicing over, it was your idea. They, they don't even mention your name. I had to give an encouragement to my boss because I could see that she was hurt. I said to her, don't you worry. Don't you worry. They can steal your baby. But this baby will not strive, will not thrive under them because they don't know what it meant to give birth to it. They don't know. They never felt the labor pains that you went through when you gave birth to this baby. They just came and they stole this baby. It was your vision. You birthed it out. You had sleepless night over it. And I am telling you, the God that I serve will come through for you. I had to give her that because I could see that she was hurt, even though she did not want to verbalize it. But I could see it in her face. She was hurt, betrayed by people that she trusted. How many of us have found ourselves in that situation, being betrayed by the people that we trust? Even men and women of God, even children of God, we've betrayed one another. You thinking no way will Prophetess G ever do that to me. But believe you me, don't trust men, trust God. He knows what is in my heart. That is why the word of God says, who knows the heart of a man but God. I'm sure even David felt like that when he walked into that house. He probably thought, okay, maybe I had an idea that my daddy did not like me. But even you, even you, Eliab, even you, that is how he was feeling. And he could see that I am an outcast. I am alone here. I'm sure that is how he was feeling. Even some of us are feeling like that right now in the situations that we are faced with. But I am here to tell you that the God that you serve is going to come true for you. So when David walks in and he sees all of this, you know what Samuel does? He anoints him king. I said to you the other day, be careful when God announces favor on your life. You will be followed by trouble and you will be crying, thinking, is this favor, God? And God is saying, yes, I have highly favored you. I'm sure even David was feeling like that. Is this favor to be rejected by my family, to be an outcast? And God says, yes, you are highly favored. Today we cry, son of David, when we cry to the Messiah. David had to face all of this because of that favor. So even you, just look at your condition and your circumstances and say, God, reveal to me, why am I facing all of this? Is it because I'm to be a king one day? I'm not, to mention, I'm not saying the king of a country, but you know the king one day where you will sit on a throne, where you will be in charge of everything that has been stolen from you, everything that you have lost. That is how David found himself. He probably felt this is not favor. This is rejection. How can my family forget? How do you forget about your son? How do you forget? We're having a feast. I'm sure when we are seated around the table, we should be asking, where is so-and-so? Where is so-and-so? 
you know we even ask even if that that family member is a druggie or an alcoholic we still mention his name and say where is so and so you know and we will say you know that one we did tell him but he is not here here there is no mention of them even asking where is david the men of god starts anointing them because they were all thinking this is mine this is mine so even you maybe they are feeling that this is what is old and due to them but when god was when god said to samuel none of them none of them you know they want to steal your ideas they want to steal what you've labored for but god is saying none of them none of them there is still one and that one was david and i'm saying maybe you are david today feeling so despondent feeling so discouraged feeling so rejected as if you are an outcast to nobody in your family when you come up with ideas everybody just shushes and sigh you know they silence you where in the family whatever idea you come up with you are like we you know we're not going to listen to you the same idea comes from somebody else in the family they take it and you're thinking it's exactly what i said how come when i said it nobody listened to me we face those things in our families we even face those things in our workplace you pitch the same idea you pitch an idea nobody takes it somebody else pitches it and then they they receive it and you're like what's happening here i don't know how many of you have felt like that but i am telling you Don't you leave that place. Ecclesiastes says Ecclesiastes says when the prince or the king of that place starts rising up against you, do not abandon your position. I'm telling you don't abandon your position even if right now you might feel like you are not a father because you cannot provide. I am going to tell you better a father who cannot provide than an absent father. Those kids they cherish the fact that you are there. They still call you daddy. You ask somebody who grew up without a father, they would rather have that father who cannot provide than to have an absent father. So don't abandon your position. You are still a father. I don't know what the devil is throwing your way. He wants you to abandon your position. Don't abandon your position. Don't you resign before time. Don't leave that job before time. It is yours. Don't abandon it. When the prince of this world starts to rise up against you, you don't abandon your post. Don't abandon your post wherever you have been positioned. Don't abandon your post. Soon soon they will all see that you are david you are highly favored of the lord you are anointed for this position even in the workplace i'm not talking about just in church even in the workplace you are highly favored in that you are anointed you might be a carpenter you might be you might be a cleaner you are the one who is anointed for that position they can try to push you and move you out but i am telling you you are the one who's been placed there so whatever prince that the devil is using to rise up against you in that place where you are do not abandon your post stand firm stand firm stand firm stand firm that is all i am saying you stand firm my listener stand firm don't abandon your post so david walks in as i said he is anointed king 
favor, 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 favor. <laughs> there is a song that says, favor is my name. Oh. Says, favor is my name. Yes, you are highly favored of the Lord. You are highly favored of the Lord. So don't abandon your post because the devil wants you to abandon your post so that you don't see the favor of God coming through for you. So that you don't see the favor of God coming through for you. Look at Joseph, highly favored of the Lord. And what did the enemy do? He wanted him to, 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 to sleep with Potiphar's wife. But because he understood that there is something special in me. I am highly favored of the Lord. I will not. So don't abandon your post. Stay in your post. Stay in your post. So as you let go of last week's disappointment, I want you to think on this. Think on David. Think on David and say, if if this is what happened to David, and it's happening to me. I'm going to reap the rewards, the same benefits that David reaped. I am not abandoning my post. I am not abandoning my post. So my Vaughn listeners, let us take a break and then we will be back. Uh, we, we, we're still going to be chatting about letting go of the disappointments, not abandoning our post and allowing the favor of God to be seen in us. Yes, my Vaughn listeners, we are back. You are still uh, chilling in your afternoon drive with Lady G. Uh, still on the topic of uh, letting go of our of, of our disappointment. Um, this is our afternoon segment. Um, we're talking about the journey. You know, it's still a journey. As we said, it's a new season. Some of us, when we screamed it's a new season, just like we screamed when we said 2020, we were never expecting 2020 to be like this. So even with this new season, you are saying, I've been hearing you on Vaughn, Lady G, and most of your presenters, you are screaming it's a new season, but we don't see it. So I am saying to you, look at the weather naturally. Even if you look today, it's like winter is being stubborn. It doesn't want to let go. There are things that are stubborn like that even in your life, just like this winter. They don't want to let go. You need to speak to those things and tell them, winter, you are over. It is September. It is spring. Even you, you have to rise up. And just speak to those things and say, you know what? I'm letting go of your part of this, the disappointments that you have dealt with. I'm no longer going to focus on them. You know, when somebody still tells you something that they, that happened, I know it's genuine. They feel it when they, when they tell you something, I'm not trying to make light of their situation, but you can see that you can feel the emotions and everything. And you're like, this whole situation is controlling you. It happened to you five years ago. But when you talk about it, you know, you, you've got murdering eyes you can kill. So those kinds of things that we need to let go of so that we can allow the new us, the new season to come in our lives. Look at winter. Winter doesn't want to let go. Some of us are holding on to things like how winter is holding on. It doesn't understand that it's spring now. It's September. You need to let go. Let go, let go, let go. So that is why I'm saying we must let go of the disappointment that we have faced. 
in life we will face them but let us not allow these disappointments to take hold of our lives to dictate our very lives I said it's like you know when somebody's got such a, a condition and now the disease is like controlling them the disease is dictating to them no no we can't allow people who are it's like almost somebody who is coming into your house and that person is dictating to you the sickness is in your body you tell the sickness you i will not allow you to dictate to me fine i know i have a headache i'm going to either take tablets do whatever you do but i'm going to continue moving on i will not allow this headache to keep me bound in my room to keep me bound under the covers you understand so there are situations where we have to talk to them and say no I know I'm disappointed. I had to do that not long ago, as I said, an hour or two hours ago, where I looked at something and I was so disappointed because it was what I wanted and it did not come to me. I saw it waving goodbye to me. It went to somebody else. And in me, I felt this person did not even deserve it. But I said to myself, I'm not going to stand. I'm going, I'm going to spend my time pondering on that situation. I'm letting go of it. I'm letting go of it. So it means it wasn't mine. My one is coming. And I believe my one is even far better than that. So this is why when I looked at David, I said to myself, I'm sure even David, when he stepped into that house and he saw everybody sitting with their plates full of meat, full of whatever they were feasting on. Have you ever walked in a situation like that where everybody's plate is well taken care of? They are ready. And I'm sure because they, they were even halfway. He could see that this meal was there even halfway. And you are wondering, is there anything for me? And they forgot about you. They forgot about you. So I want you to let go. It wasn't easy, but David had to do it. He had to do it. It wasn't easy. Even you too, it might not be easy, but you will have to do it. It was not easy to me, but I had to speak it to myself. I had to say, Father, I am disappointed. I'm disappointed. I'm not going to lie, but I'm going to just let go of it. Let go of this disappointment because I don't want it to control me. I don't want it to fester in me. I don't want it to rule me. So whatever this is, I'm letting go of it. I'm just letting go. That is what I had to do. I'm trying to encourage you by making you aware that you are not the only one who's going through what you are going through. All I'm saying is don't allow that situation to determine to determine who you are. I don't I don't allow that situation to be your final destination. You can rise up from that disappointment. You can rise up I said we don't know how you how many people started business they lost everything but they did not give up because they knew this was their dream they did not give up they knew this was their dream they knew so even you too I looked at Jake at Jacob I was interrupted by going to David I wanted to look at Jacob but then something just raised this uh, David um Jacob was cheated. Fine, he was a trickster himself, but he was tricked, he was cheated and he was tricked by his uncle Laban. He says to his uncle, "You have they had an agreement. You're going to work for 7 years. I'm going to give you this beautiful wife." 
It was a beautiful agreement, solid. How many of us have entered into such agreements? Solid, beautiful. Solid, beautiful. They call you in and you're like, yes, I know. Yes, I know. I know it's going to happen. And you trust the people that were with you. After seven years, boom, he wakes up in bed. He finds that he's married to somebody else. Then Laban says to him, not in our culture. Where have you ever heard a younger sister getting married before an older one? The question is, why didn't you tell me when we were negotiating? Why didn't you tell me? Have you ever been in that situation where you know your boss promised you that after this project, when we get this, you are going to get this bonus because you deserve it. Then boom, suddenly somebody else gets it. No, according to the company regulations, we're not supposed to have so many blah, blah, blah. You know, I don't know how many of us have been affected. I just said, yeah, whether you are black, white, colored or Indian, we've been affected where you are being promised and then boom, you are being told, no, we cannot have so many colored people in this high position. So we must put a black person, vice versa, or whether you are, I don't know how many, but those are the disappointments that are reality where you've been promised and then boom, suddenly things are changed. But you know what? Jacob did not give up. He said, no, it's fine. It's fine. I'm letting go of it. I will labor another seven years. So it's almost like in a, even when you have a business, maybe the first one for seven years, something happened. Something happened. They, Jacob did not give up. He said, it's fine. I will labor another seven years until he, until he got what he wanted. Then he got his wife. When it was time for him to move out, because now he wanted to start his own family. He could see that things were not working well. He has an agreement with the same uncle. He says, okay, this is how much I'm going to pay you. The uncle changes his wages. I don't know how many of us look forward to the 15th, the 1st, or the 26th. We look forward to it. You know you're supposed to get paid 10,000 rand a month. When you get to the bank, it's only eight. When you ask your boss, blah, 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 this and this and this and this happened. Don't worry, I'll sort you out the following month. The following month, the same thing happened. It's what happened to Jacob. It's what happened to Jacob. Those were the disappointment he was faced with. You've already planned. This is what you are going to do. You've told your family at home, whether it's your wife, your husband, your children, this is what we are planning. Only to find that your wages have been changed now and again. It's disappointing because you were under the impression that this is what you are going to get and only to find that you are not getting it. You are not getting it. Jacob found himself in that situation. So I don't know how many times you've been robbed, you've been lied to, they've stolen your ideas, they've stolen things from you. I don't know how many times people who are working in the marketing industry, they will tell you, we sit, we, it's crunch time, we come up with ad campaigns and all of that, then boom, you come back, the same ad campaign that you pitched a month ago to the person that you pitched to, they said it was not, no, 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 it will not fly. It, and it will not cut it. And then boom, you are seeing it. Now they've pitched it as if it's their own. I don't know how many people have faced such things. 
those are the disappointments that we are facing that shouldn't allow you to give up you are going through it because there is a platform that is being prepared for you you will stand and you will encourage those varsity students who are coming out to tell them don't throw the towel as you see me in this situation it did not come easy i had to try 20 or 50 times but eventually i made it eventually i made it you know denzel says something where he says i want you to go out there and fail because when you failed that is when you will get up and you will try again so i don't know how what disappointments you are faced with you know these uh, uh, kids of today i looked at my son he becomes so disappointed if he even misses a mark or something at school and you can see that the boy is frustrated he can't take it as young as he is I'm like what is this what is this this is why we see these kids are committing suicide i mean this boy is under 10 but he's already frustrated because he didn't get this thing right at school no those are the disappointments that we are going to face as long as we don't allow this disappointment to determine who we are these disappointments must not be our final destination we must let go of them and say, God, I'm letting go of this disappointment. David would never have been a king if he was still holding on to those disappointments. To say, yeah, you, you forgot about me. Yeah, you, you were eating so like a nice food. You forgot about me. How could you dare that I'm your son? You forgot. No, he had to let go of those things. Paul says, I, let, I forget the past. I look forward to what is ahead of me because ahead of me is my crown. That's what Paul had to say. Even you, it's not easy. I don't think it was easy even for Paul. I said Paul had to say that statement while he was preaching and ministering to orphans that he knows very well, I'm the one who killed your dad. It wasn't easy when he uttered those words, but he had to stand there and say those words so that the devil will not stop him from getting his crown. And his crown was to preach Jesus. Maybe even you, you want to preach Jesus, but you look at the community you are staying in. They know you. You are the rapist. You were once a rapist. You were you labels. You've got names. You are a druggie, a junkie. Nothing good can come out of you those are the things that are holding you back even if you want to start a business nobody trusts you because you are a trickster like jacob but i am saying let go of that start afresh with god let go of the disappointments of your past so that is what i have for us as we as we about to as we end this week today it's friday we are ending this week I want us this I want this to be something we are going to be pondering on over the weekend and saying even if you have to write all those things down those disappointments are real. I'm not saying it as if they don't exist, but I want you to speak to them. Tell them just like we need to tell this winter that winter your time is up. Get it through your thick skull winter your time is up. We want to wear our spring dresses you know our flowery summer dresses we don't want to be wearing your ankle boots your knee boots these coats we want to be in spring mode 
So I want you to also know that as stubborn as winter is to let go, even these situations in your life are going to be like that. But you need to confront them and speak to them and say, I've been disappointed here. I've been disappointed by men. I've been disappointed by people in such a way that it's, it's difficult for me to trust again. But I am saying from today, I let go of the disappointments of my past. I am going to love again. I'm going to trust again. I'm going to write again. I'm going to sing again. I'm going to come up with ideas. I'm going to pitch these ideas. I'm going to go back to that computer and I'm going to register my company. I don't know what disappointed you. But as I said, Ecclesiastes says when the prince of this world starts to rise up against you, don't abandon your post. There is a post that the devil wants you to abandon. This is why he's flooding your life with so much of disappointments. The disappointments are there because he wants you to abandon that post. Don't abandon your post. Don't abandon your post. The disappointments, let's let go of them. Let's let go of the disappointments. I want to tell you that only God can turn your obstacles into an opportunity. There are opportunities out there, but the obstacles, God will turn them into opportunities. And he will make your opportunities into results. You will see results. The opportunities that are going to come your way, they will yield results for you. He will turn your failures into achievements and your pain into power. That is our God. Just have faith enough in God and trust him because he is the God of the impossible. I want to tell you, maybe people have thrown stones at you. But I want you to collect those stones, not to throw them back at them collect those stones and build an empire be strengthened and prevail the stones that they are busy throwing at you use them to build an empire when they throw those stones say to them you are giving me stones to build my house whatever they have thrown at you I want you to take it and use it to build your empire you know the empire that you want. Build it. They said to David when he came, imagine this, David is bringing food for them. They are fighting. They are, he's bringing food for them. The first thing they say, what are you doing here? You, you, you troublemaker. Those words were like stones to David being labeled as a troublemaker. He could have thrown down the food, thrown tantrums like a little boy and gone home. And he would have missed his opportunity. So even you, whatever stones they are throwing at you, don't throw tantrums. Don't pick up those rocks and start throwing those rocks back at them. You might miss your opportunity. You might miss your opportunity. David ignored his brother when he called him dead. He ignored him because he saw an opportunity. So don't allow the devil to make you to miss your opportunity. The stones that are being thrown at you, use them to build empires. They called him a troublemaker. 
so that he, so so that the devil was making sure that he does not get to hear what Goliath is saying because what Goliath said made him to be angry because he realized that what Goliath was saying he wasn't saying just to them he was saying it to God so don't allow the, the, don't, don't, don't don't allow these minor stones to discourage you they are trying to to hinder you from seeing the bigger picture these minor stones i'm calling them the minor stones the disappointments i know they might seem big right now but in the end you will realize that these minor disappointments were the disappointments preventing me from seeing my price and his prize was goliath jacob a uh, david's prize was goliath if he had concentrated on the stones that his brother was throwing at him calling him a troublemaker he would have missed it he would have missed it i don't want us to miss it let us be like david so that we won't miss it david recognized these minor stones and he dealt with them by ignoring them so i'm saying to you collect them not to throw them to throw them uh, to throw the stones back at them but collect them and use those stones to build empires use those stones to build empires so my vulnerable listeners i i just pray that as we are wrapping up this week as we are going to a long weekend may we take this time to ponder on these things and just think on this thing and say you know what let us be real i'm disappointed I'm disappointed at my family. I'm disappointed at my friends. I'm disappointed at my church. I'm disappointed at my workplace. I don't know who has disappointed you. But we need to be honest and say it and then say I'm letting go of this disappointment. I am letting go. Imagine if you were disappointed at work and you you just decided not to go to work. What would happen? Now you are allowing the disappointments of work to take over to dictate to you. So if now wherever you are don't allow the disappointments to dictate to you. Continue move on. Use these disappointments as a step ladder. The stones use them to build empire. Use these disappointments as a step ladder and say I'm going to climb on high. you are not going to prevent me you are not going to stop me so we've seen what jacob did jacob was also being tricked by laban tricked him but making him work then uh, for double for for uh, a number of years first seven years then another seven years gave him what he never worked lay he labored for but then he said i'm not giving up i know what i want even if i have to labor another 7 years how many of us will do that where people have stolen what you have built people have had companies stolen people have had houses stolen just a minute they finish paying then boom somebody comes along 
You know, I'm being reminded of a story of a, a man that I know where I stay. I don't know what kind of agreement he had entered into, but the, the contract was, there was something that he missed. This guy gives him the car because he can't afford to pay for it. He says, no, you can take the car, then you pay for it. As soon as that man finished paying off that car, the, gum car, the guy came back and said, it is my car, I'm taking it back. I don't know what happened with the contracts and everything, but that guy lost the case. He finished paying for this man's car. So meaning that for all these two years, he was paying for somebody else's car. I don't know how many people have been in such situations where you think, yes, Kuku and I have an agreement. This is what we have agreed on. As soon as the last date of that agreement comes, Kuku changes it. I don't know how many of you have been faced in that situation. But I am here to tell you, don't give up. Don't throw in the towel. Let go of the disappointments of last week. Let go of the disappointments of last year, of five years or ten years ago. Don't allow these disappointments to dictate to you. You say to this disappointment, I'm entering a new season. I'm starting afresh. I am starting afresh. That is what you need to do. Start afresh. Start afresh. So my Vaughn listeners, I just want to tell you that I love you. I hope you may have a blessed, blessed weekend ahead. Uh, however you want to spend it, may you be safe. May you be sheltered. May you be protected. Let go of the disappointments. And God is going to give you new ideas. New ideas. I love you, my Vaughn listeners. This is once again your host, Lady G, signing out. Until we meet again next week. Same time, same place, here on Vaughn Radio Station, your favorite radio broadcasting network. <laughs>